Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live. And we're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word that has gone forth. Father God, we pray that right now you send forth your spirit, Lord. Send forth your spirit to heal the land. We ask, O Heavenly Father, that you healed each and every heart, touch each and every mind, touch each and every spirit. Deliver us, O Heavenly Father, from the burdens that have been placed upon our heart and transcend us, dear Heavenly Father, unto the people that you would have us to be. We give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. In the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I was going to have a, 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 a host to call in today, and uh, I don't know uh, if we're experiencing any difficulties or anything, but uh, I haven't had them call in as of yet. Uh, but we're going to get right on into the Word of God, and we're going to continue to move right on forward uh, with the broadcast. Uh, if you're tuning in right now, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And, uh, and uh, <clears throat> you know, we've had a whole list of things that have happened uh, this week. You know, when it comes to shooting down unarmed black Americans in the street, you know, shooting them down, killing our children, killing our loved ones, choking them out, you know, hearing the words, I can't breathe, going through all the things that we have suffered through as a nation of people, and we still see the justice system of America setting free our captives, our captors rather, setting free the people that are out here killing us, literally killing us in the streets of America. Now, what what we're facing as a nation, it it is an act of war. Because 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 when you when you when people are systematically that's the only time that you can when when I say it's an act of war it's because in an act of war that's the only time that you are are are, are legally allowed to 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 massacre people to shoot down people uh, in the streets and this is what is happening to Black America. And you're doing nothing about it. 
you're going to work every day, you're going to church every Sunday, and you're hooping and hollering and praising God, and you're doing all of these things, but you 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 you're not doing anything to defend your children, to defend your women, to defend your loved ones. And it's high time that we stop that. You know, I've been guilty of the same. You know, now it's time for us to wake up and 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 start and start and start claiming our deliverance and to start claiming our freedom. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Uh, I'm going to try to get some of our callers in on the line, uh, so please uh, bear with me as I try to get some of my callers in on the line. I I, I remember that I needed to uh, pass on some information. Uh, stand by one. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We're coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia. And, uh, and uh, okay, we got another caller that's calling in right now. Let me take this caller in. Hello. All right, are you on the line with me, uh, Trina? Yes, I am. Okay, uh, Larry, are you on the line with me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, glory to God, glory to God. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. 
Uh, I've already had our prayer, but I'm going to ask uh, I'm going to ask Trina if you want to pray, or Brother Larry if you want to pray uh, uh, as we get the show started. I'll defer it over to uh, Elder Lewis. All right, sir. Well, uh, at this time, I want to thank God that to allow now to, to for allowing us to have the strength to uh, continue the struggle. On yes, the late sir. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, started, uh, and uh, I, I want to thank thank the thank God thank him. Uh, for allowing for us who are able to see things and and understand the struggle and the struggle that we need to, need to do and give us the power and give us the courage to continue yeah. to continue the struggle. Yeah. You know, yeah. in, in 1968, uh, April the 4th, 1968, uh, but he also left us uh, with a with a with a with a with a with a task. And yes, in that task in that task in nineteen sixty eight he told us that uh he had been to the mountaintop. And uh he told us in that speech, God put this in him to tell us. Uh you know, people talk about Jesus, but Jesus is in you. Uh the Jesus that we know was a was a revolutionary. He was a uh, a, a, a realist. Uh, yes, he was. Jesus that we know, and that's the Jesus that Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King know. That's the same Jesus that he do, and 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 he had got, he had it was time for him to go. So Doctor King, Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King, been to the mountaintop, and uh, he said he won't get that with us. He said, but we as a people will get to the mountaintop, and then Amen. he told us, he told us clear, he told us clear, he couldn't stand it no clear. He said, we're going to have some difficult days ahead of us. It's 1968. And these difficult days he talked about, they're here. And you can't, you can't, what, what we, what, what we will, when God put Dr. King down here, Reverend King down here, you know, he didn't take, he didn't take him back home, just take him back. He, God said, now you got to warn him. You got, you got to tell him what's going to happen. Martin, because he can call him Martin. That is God. God can call him Martin. Everybody else can't go. He's Reverend King or Dr. Martin Luther King. He said, Martin, you can tell him. And he said, uh, we're going to have some difficult days ahead. Talking about what we see now. He got a man up in, up in, uh, he got a, a man up in upstate New York who got four rape charges. They let him go. He admitted that he raped them girls, and they let him go. That man down there, you know, uh, should get an Academy Award for that act that he put on. They let him go. They let him go. They they locked up Bill Cosby. We're talking about justice now. You do one go, the other should go too. But we get back mm-hmm. to Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We're going to have some difficult days ahead. And I just want to thank God that he allowed to be here so we can talk about, so we can put this, continue his work. Because this is the same work. This ain't no different work than we was in 1968. We're at the same point. You give us a black president, you give us a black vice president, and still kill us. Mm-hmm. We still been murdered. And you and you stick these people up 
and say, oh, you got a black president. People get shot down in the church with a black president. These are the difficult days that Reverend King, and nobody seemed to want to listen to what he had to say. And they don't, they talk all over Dr. King here. But I just want to thank God for us uh, allowing us to be here where we can kind of mm-hmm. continue. And uh, I, I don't know if that was a prayer, but I, I knew it was true. Amen. And, 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 well, I, and I remember. Uh, amen I remember, on it. I, I remember Dr. King had got tired. And Reverend King said, I'm tired of marching for something that all I should already have. That's right. So how are, you, how are we misplacing what he said? How are we misplacing what Dr. Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said? How are we misplacing him? You can go to that statue all you want in Washington, D.C. That statue is not going to move. It's just going to stand there and punch. We got to do the motivation. We got to do the work that Reverend King left us. Sold out already. But the, the ones that are here, and I think about Reverend King. That are preached. I think about him so much. I said that he, he put the people first. He didn't put his wife first. He didn't put his children first. Reverend King said, I can't do that because I got some children at home. I can't do that because I got to put some children in college. He didn't say that. He said, I can't do that because I got a wife, and I ain't bought her a dress, and God knows when. I, I, got, I got to look out for my family. I, I can't do that. Stop. He didn't say that. He, he didn't say that. He said, I can't stop. That's what he said. He said, I can't stop. And, and you know, I'm going to share this about Reverend King. I guess this prayer is about Reverend King because don't nobody talk about him no more. Talk about Reverend King. No, you don't hear Reverend, Reverend quote, Mark, Mark, Mark. You don't hear it no more. But this is the Reverend Martin Luther King movement. He won spearhead at the SCLC in 1957. He wrote, but you know, they bringing up Malcolm again. And we ain't looking back at the past and seeing how that thing happened. When Malcolm was, X was assassinated, they came to Dr. King, Reverend King, and said, Reverend King, what is your take on the uh, Malcolm, X assassin, uh, Malcolm X assassination? And Reverend King said, the country is in a lot of violence. They said, but what is your take on the assassination of the late uh, of Malcolm X? He said, I guess I'm next. <laughs> I guess I'm next. He Amen. said, I guess they don't want to say that. They don't want to hear nothing. They don't want to hear nothing. And then we got killing after killing after killing after killing. And 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 well, I just think well, 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 what you're saying, what you're saying, is, what you're saying in that statement is that basically, basically, they want to silence anybody, right? That was that was that was speaking out about anything that concerned our people. And and, right. and, and now now with, with those of us that are speaking out today, they they wanna minimize us. They wanna they wanna say, Oh well, you know, what they say about me all the time, well he he's still in that uh you know, black and white stuff and he's still in that, you know, revolutionary stuff and man, we ain't got time for that. Like you were saying, they gotta go pay their bills. But uh yeah. All right, y'all. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And today, I have I have I have Miss Trina. She's on the line, uh, a powerful leader in the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. We 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 got we got we got we got the the, the elder on the line with us, uh, 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 Larry Lewis, and, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap with y'all today about exactly what's going on 
in America. And uh, we're going to start with the ladies first. And Trina, we want to get your take on what you think is happening. And then, and then, uh, then, Elder, we want you to come on in after that and uh, and uh, and and make your statement. Well, I I thank God for uh, what uh, Elder Lewis said earlier, and I've known Elder Lewis thirty to forty years now, uh, at least thirty plus years, and um, he's done a lot in the movement. Unfortunately, our organization organizational leadership has failed us. The organization that has uh, maintained uh, SCLC, and this is not a criticism, SCLC. Um, So what we're going to do is we are planning to uh, pick up the mantle starting next year, and I hope that um, we've um, uh, reincorporated ourselves into a new organization, not a new organization, but an extension. And this is all about our founding father, Dr. King, our co-founding father, because there were a lot of great leaders with Dr. King, his brother, Reverend oh, A.D. King. Williams, uh, Ralph Abernathy, the late, great yeah. Hosea Williams, and, mm-hmm. and, all, and, and, and Reverend James Orange. And and yes. uh, Reverend Boulder, all those all, all of those people who we knew, you know, I knew them, uh, and you probably did too. Uh, um, you both of you probably did you knew them from being a child. I remember being in Reverend Abernathy's church for uh, uh, events, and um, the late uh, Dr. King's great uh, Dr. King's little cousin, uh, the late uh, Reverend Toussaint King Hill took over uh, Reverend Abbott at his church about 15 years ago, and, and I don't know who's doing it now, but uh, we lost him this time uh, last year. So, And he was a great leader as well. So what we're trying to do is we're, we're, we're not going to let uh, um, anyone confine us because, as, as Reverend, uh, as Elder Lewis said, and as you know, Reverend Grant, and your um, mm-hmm. Stop the, the Violence uh um, I, I was looking at someone posted today on our page, and they talked, said these horrible things about um, the uh, white protesters or white, the young white male protesters who Rittenhouse was accused of murdering in, uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which he was, you know, he was acquitted for. Um, and, and they said, well, they threw a skateboard at him that was self-defense, and I. I went back to the Sandy Hook Massacre, and the Sandy Hook Massacre was under President Obama, and those little babies were murdered. But the first person that I can recall when the, when the, when the mad killer, when that demon walked into that school, the first person he went for was the principal, and she threw a chair at him. So my thing is when he shot her, was that self-defense? This is what you're saying, basically, that happened in Kenosha. If you if you come to a skateboard event, a peaceful Black Lives Matter event, with a arm strapped, with an illegal, first of all, you're illegal. You're 17. You're, you you got a weapon you shouldn't even have. You shouldn't even be driving across state lines or something like this. There were so many reasons for him to be sitting in jail yesterday 
and today, but he's not. Um, when you show up at an event and 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 you pull a gun on someone and they think they're going to shoot you and all they have is a skateboard, what are they supposed to do with it? They have to protect themselves. So was he even hit with the skateboard? Because as far as I can see, when he shot everybody, he walked down the middle of the street and the police cranked, cranked their vehicles who were 100 feet away and waved and smiled at him and gave him water and told him how much they loved him and and everything. I don't. I didn't see him get any medical attention. I didn't see that he was hurt. I didn't see that he had any concussions. I don't even think if the skateboard did hit him. I mean, a skateboard, please. You know, um, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm not baffled. I'm not confused. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even angry anymore. As as the late James Baldwin said, to be black in America is to be enraged all the time. We have we were enraged, you know, I hear my people who are so confused, uh, nowadays saying, Well, they sold us, they sold us and I and and, and uh Reverend Grant Grant, you're you're a man of the cloth, as we all are Christians, I think, on this phone. And um I, I think back to the Hebrew enslavement, and I think to myself, this is a lesson I want our people to hear, and I want you to hear it very good. When you start blaming your ancestors because someone said they sold you, when someone is when someone is voluntarily coming as an indigent servant to you, you don't have to put chains on them, first of all. Nope. I'm right. coming to serve you for a certain amount of time, then I get my freedom, or my people made arrangements for me, even even in, in uh, arranged marriages, <laughs> if my daddy had set up an arranged marriage and said, "Well, you got to go marry this man after ten years, you don't want to be with him, you can come back," I'm not gonna. You know, he's not gonna have to put chains on me because I'm gonna go with what my daddy said. I'm gonna stay with him for ten years, and I'm in and, and ten years. If I can't stand him, I'm gonna call my dad to come get me, and that's what he's going to do. And if someone stands in his way, he's gonna uh, make it right. So this is what. This is what happened to us. Uh-huh. Those black African people had never seen or heard of anything like chattel slavery. The worst that had happened in history was the Hebrew enslavement. And even in the Hebrew enslavement, when Joseph was governor of Pharaoh, the Hebrew people, the Jewish people came into Egypt voluntarily to live there at his invitation. We didn't come over here voluntarily to live. We were kidnapped and we were bought here in chains and, and buckles and with whips and, and, and for fear of life, limb or worse. So, and, and what's worse is what they do to your loved one. Nothing you can do to me would hurt me more than what I can witness you doing to someone that I love, okay? And that was okay. what kept us uh subservient and and um what um so so don't ever think young people this is why uh teaching his the correct history is very important now let's go back to just to put that out there now let's go because i want clarity on that let's go back to uh what happened up in let's go back to what's happening with uh amar Aubrey. these are incidences that are incidences or incidents <laughs> that are not um, uncommon in this country. 
the, the 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 civil rights movement started with Dr. King, but there was always a movement in this country since before it was founded. 1776 is when this country was founded. We've been here since the 16th, uh, 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 the 15th, the 16th century, and we being black people, you know. I don't, and and this people of color thing. I am not a people of color. I am a black person. Everybody else can be a people of color, but Trina is black. And that is not a racist statement. That is a statement of positive identity. As long as white people are proud to be white, even though they may look like us and they may be the same complexion as most of us, as long as white supremacy is proud to be white, I am going to be proud to be black. Amen. And I pray that all of us will, and not people of color, because we were insulted when they called us people of color 50 years ago. That's why we had a Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud movement. That wasn't done to incite white hate or white rage when James Brown wrote those words and when Stokely Carmichael and and, and uh, Angela Davis stood up with their fists. That wasn't done to incite their rage. It was done to promote black positivity and identity. That's what it was done for. So when we have a young black man in Nike shoes, in shorts, in a town that no doubt people have been a part of since the 16th century, because I'm sure that uh, 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 he's a Gullah, you know, he's, he's in Brunswick, Georgia. Most of the African people, the people of African descent, the black people, black Americans, uh, the ones in South Carolina on that coast are Geechee's. The ones in Georgia are Gullahs. He's no doubt a Gullah. And those are almost purebred people. He is no doubt a proud Gullah. He's in great shape. And he's running through a community two miles from where he was born and raised. Probably uh, feet or inches, probably running on top of his enslaved ancestors' body and blood in the community that's been paved over. Okay? He has every right to be there. Okay? He has every right to run. It's his country. Okay? Mm -hmm. And, And he's running through his country. And suddenly, like every 25 or 26-year-old boy, young man, I hate to call him a boy, but he's a boy to me because he could be my child, a 26-year-old young man, he goes into a building, a vacant building, a secure building, poured a potty out front. He probably was running, probably used the porter, probably probably went in there to see if there was some water so he could get a sip of water. On the, on the, you know, it's hard to steal water from a faucet, but they want to say he did that. But I didn't even see him do that. He just turned around and came out. And he probably daydreamed. You know, I remember how many times in my 20s, in the various places that I've lived since my adulthood, and how I would go, and, and you, you, all of us are guilty of this. You see a vacant building, you see a vacant, and you're in the community and you're shopping for a home, you're going to go in and look at it. That's what you do. That's what you do, and that's what he did. But someone accused him who had no evidence, 
who didn't even know who he was, wasn't even sure who he was, had never probably even actually seen him before. It's just that all of us Negroes look alike anyway. And and they just uh, uh, decided to put set chase to his body. And then another fool who saw him being chased by these fools, okay, uh, set chase to him again in a, in a black truck. So it's, it's reminiscent of of what they call a slave hunt or or uh, the slave patrol or whatever. So they're gonna they're gonna catch him, and when they catch him, the end result is that he's gonna be lynched. And that's exactly what they did when they were able to catch him. They lynched him. Well, well, Trina, let, I mean, let's let, let's talk about the difference now. Let's say if that was a white person who was walking through there. I mean, or, or jogging through there and then decide to go and look at the building, you know, what would have happened? Okay. And then on the other case, if that was a, if that was a, a black person that was at an event with a AK, uh, you know, hanging on the side, what would the result have been? AR-15 rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What would, what, what would the result, what would have been the different result? Well, if, if a black person had an AR-15 rifle, he probably never would have left there alive. <laughs> first okay. of all, and and uh, uh, and several white people had been recorded going into this building structure, this unsecured building structure, with mm-hmm. uh, purses and uh, 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 cases. But Ahmad was the only, was the person who had on shorts and a t shirt okay. and Nike shoes. Yeah, why wasn't why wasn't they suspect? Exactly. They and, and and truly, based on the evidence, the other persons were suspected. Even the homeowner told the police that. The, the, you know, over the, those were the people that he suspected. He really didn't su- suspect Ahmad. Because Ahmad was the one that didn't have anything to didn't have anywhere to put anything or carry anything. And one of the items that were missing from the boat was a cooler. Okay? So people usually don't steal things that they can't sell. Sometimes they'll take things that they can use, like coolers. I can't imagine nobody coming up to me on the street asking me, can you give me $2 for this cooler? I mean, you know, give me a break. So, you know, a cooler was missing. So he, he, in essence, died over an alleged cooler being stolen. And, 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 and it's the same premise, the same premise of applied um, uh, execution. In other words, we don't give a darn who, who did it. Some nigga going to pay for it, okay? Hmm. My, 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 my gun was stolen, so they say. Yeah, but you know the funny thing is, all of this alleged uh, illegal activity happened in this community. There was only one police report filed, so it sounds to me as though there was just a whole bunch of white supremacy paranoia that goes on in my community and goes on in all other communities, uh, you know, around Georgia and everywhere else in this country, when things are not going their way with the black folk who are in their community. And most of the time, black folk don't even know it's about them because they are so uh, uh, cool and so um, covert with 
with their actions, but it's very, very effective. And by the time mm-hmm. you realize it's you, you're lynched too. You're just not dead like a mob. You're financially ruined or, or, or something worse. So let's, you know, as collectively, uh, um, um, when I looked at uh, Travis McMichael, the person who murdered Ahmad, when I looked at him on the witness stand, he was puzzled. He went from being cocky and confident under the defense uh, direct uh, 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 questioning to being puzzled and bewildered under the uh, cross-examination of the prosecution. He was mm-hmm. puzzled and bewildered because she made him see Ahmad as a person, as a human being. She made him see Ahmad and himself. She made him see himself as someone who jumped to all of these paranoid, unsubstantiated, Unevidence conclusions, and that is why you killed, and that's why you murdered. He didn't kill him; he slaughtered him. An innocent man, a young man who was half his age almost, who did nothing to him, did not speak to him, ignored him, kept running, didn't even make eye contact with him, didn't want anything to do with him. But yet he was afraid of Ahmad, and he's in a big 5,000-pound truck with three weapons of mass destruction and a crazy daddy on the back of the truck. But he's afraid of Ahmad in Nike shoes, a little thin shirt, and shorts, 164 pounds. Travis weighed at least 250 at the time. You know, that took a little weight off of him, but he weighed at least 250 at the time. So, and I'd like for him to proffer his 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 um, medical records to, to call me a liar. But I am sure, I am sure that this whole time, no one has taken the time to to tell him Ahmad was a person just like you. He was a man younger than you. What did he do to you? And then the defense sat there trying to introduce parole evidence on Ahmad, which the judge rightly rejected. You know, uh, every black man uh, uh, in this country has been targeted since, since the emancipation of slaves to be in the prison system because that is, according to the 13th Amendment or the 14th Amendment, I'm sure, that is the alternative to enslavement, is imprisonment. Yeah. <laughs> it says right. it right there in the amendment. You know, you free yeah. until we decide that you done done something, then you, you, you lost your freedom. It says it right there. That's why yeah. many people argue that we've never even been emancipated. No, we haven't. So, there, there's, so I'm just going to stop there and we'll let, 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 let Larry speak. Let us get a chance to get Elder in here. We're, we're uh, 30 minutes into a broadcast. Let, let's get Elder in here. Mm-hmm. Elder? Yeah. Uh, you know, what? one of the things that, you know, I, I, I was born in, I'm from middle Georgia. And uh, we hunt. I have weapons. I have hunting rifles. And, and uh, 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 Four ten, uh, twelve gauge, uh, uh, a third or six. I, I hunt, and uh, 
and 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 the brother of my I mean, of the brother down in the Burnwood, and what scared him, what scared him, and he had no that was murder, because this young man okay. had no knife or weapons. If you pull a shotgun out, or or I call on me, I'm gonna stand still because I understand weapons. It puts fear in him. That man pulled that shotgun out. He know that that man gonna, gonna try to kill him. And he reached out the shotgun to push the shotgun away. Now, if this had been an experienced uh, 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 military person and uh, or experienced military person, he had to pull that shotgun up. Uh, he would took the shotgun from him because these people had no training even with a shotgun. He had no business riding in his truck with a shotgun. They was out to kill somebody, and and uh, and and they saw this young brother uh, 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 jogging down the street. And uh, you, you know, getting back to another key thing, you know, when I was growing up uh, in Middle Joy, I'm gonna say this real, real quick. Uh, my grandmother uh, made sure that I understood where I was as I okay. walked, as she walks me down uh, at five, six years old downtown Millersville. We walked all the time, always talking to me. She said, "Larry," I said, "Yes, ma'am. Uh, do you know that you are not color?" Uh, and the reason she brought that up because some white people came by in a red, I just can remember, it was a red and white car. And they yelled the word out, and it was, nigga, nigga, nigga. And my grandmother pulled me to the side. She said, Larry, you ain't a nigga, you ain't color, and you ain't no Negro. You black just like me. And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, and our people come from Africa. And I said to myself, Africa, I wonder where that is. You know, because I never questioned her, you know. And then as we got down mm-hmm. to Georgia College, well, it's a women's college. It's a women's college then, but now it's a it's a state college. You know, uh, uh, El, you know, I went to Georgia Military College, and uh, and I was I was spent many nights down at Georgia College. That go ahead now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So, so yes, sir. down to the, to the to the women's college, she look up. She said they caught a boy coming out the window on in a sheet, and I'm saying to myself, well, what was he doing up there in a sheet? A black boy. She, then she looked at me. She done laughed. Don't mess with no white girl. She said she just mm-hmm. don't deal with crap. This is what the word she told me. So I didn't grow up not knowing where I was or not uh, understanding. And and and, uh, and and then she said, and, and, and don't mess with no white girl because they'll entrap you and say they'll get you in a dog mm-hmm. place and, 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 and holler at rape. And let me say this. And then as we walked every day, she would share things with me. And she said, now, you know, that's two Bibles. <clears throat> she said, my cousin left D-step. Who left D-step reading the other Bibles? So I, I'm growing up and I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm put, I'm I'm in I'm in the middle of Georgia and I'm looking at people. I'm looking at white people and I'm looking at black people. Now I know I ain't got no hangups about who I am, you know. Um, uh, but now studying the system because now I'm, I'm already studying the system, you know. I'm saying these, these people showed on these your people. These people don't, these people here don't like. It. What's wrong with it? Because I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with white people. Now me and them will say it very quick. Me and Melvin. And, and, and Redbone, we call him Redbone, his name James. We were downtown at Bill Matthews' store. And Duke said, we call him Duke's name, Melvin Cutter, Bishop Melvin Cutter, right? And, 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 and Duke said, uh, uh, Y'all watch for me. I'm going here to drink some of this water, the white water. We said, Okay, me and James, we watched for, for Melvin. And Melvin ran over there to the water fountain and he drank some of the water. And he came back. He said, man, that water tastes just like our water, the regular water. I said, watch for me. And I ran over there and drank me some of that water. 
and 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 James said, "Watch for me." And we all drink some of that white water out the water fountain, uh, right down there on McIntosh Street, right down there by, by the old Capitol, the, the movie theater. You know what I'm talking about? You'd be a belt messenger. So we couldn't <laughs> wait to get back to school. We couldn't wait to get back to school that 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 money. Cause Mr. Warnock, the same Warnock that run for uh uh uh, uh ran for the Senate, that was his uncle. That was our teacher. And he was real hip, boy. We couldn't wait to get back and tell Mr. Warnock what we did. Mr. Warnock, we went down to Bet Matthew and we drank some of the white water. It tastes just like the regular water. And Mr. Warnock, he didn't scold us. He didn't say, y'all boy shouldn't have did that. Guess what he did? He got up and got a piece of chalk. And he drew a straight line. And then he put on that line two water fountains. He said, do y'all know why the water tastes the same? We said, no, because it comes through the same pipe. We said, wow. We said, wow. Now I'm really looking at white people. What the hell is wrong with these people? And then Mr. Warner told it, if they poison that water, all of us will die. And I said, it's something wrong with these people. I did say that. I told grandma, I said, something wrong with white folks. She said, yes, that baby, there's something wrong with it. I said, they drinking the same water we drank. And then Mr. Warner said, if they poison the water, all of us are going to die. He said, right. It's just like COVID-19. It's just like B, anything. But this goes back to one thing. White supremacy. I'm in charge of white supremacy. And he, when you take a poor white boy with no teeth in his mouth, and he look at you, and you ain't got no teeth in your mouth, both of you need to go to the dentist, and he call you a nigger. And he tell you should go back to Africa. Go back to Africa if you were jumping out of trees. But then when you, but then when you go into history, and your history goes all the way up to the kingdom of Kush. All the way up to the Nile River, A.D. I said, "Damn, this boy showed miseducation. Why they miseducate him like that? That's what I want to know. Why did they miseducate like that? And they keep this white supremacy going. And they even Trina, Trina, you you hit that on the head. We got a black president, and nine people get killed by a white supremacy. Nine. He walks in the church." And he shoot him down, and they stop by a uh, McDonald's and give him a hamburger before they lock him up. How are we gonna write some laws against this white supremacy? Because white supremacy means that I'm ruling, and every once in a while I got to show you that I'm in power. I don't care if you have a, a black president or a black vice president. I'm gonna show you we still in power, and we don't say nothing. We don't say nothing. I wonder if Dr. King was here. I got to go back to Reverend King. Wonder what Reverend King would say. Reverend King would have something to say about this here. And we would be listening. But we ain't got Reverend King no more, so we got to be the Reverend Kings now. We got to talk That's about right. this white Well, Well, hold on now, because, because now, you know, the word of God is clear. The word of God is clear on this issue. And and all of the white theologians and all of the people that are out there now, they're looking at the they're looking at the word of God and now they're seeing the truth that's in the word of God. They have they went back to the graves in Egypt, they did an they did an autopsy on the graves, they did a DNA scan on the grave, they say they want to find out who the true Israelites are. And they did the DNA scan on the graves of the Hebrews that were in Egypt. And the DNA came back to only match one people on the face of the earth, 
and that That's was right. black America. That's, okay, that's right. so now they know who the true Hebrews are. They know that we are the true Israelites. They know that we are the true descendants of Abraham, Adam, and and so now 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 they they when you look at the when you look at the Word of God, let, we go into Genesis the fifteenth chapter, thirteenth and the fourteenth verse. And, and and Abram was woke up from a dream, and he was so startled by that dream that he said, uh, you know, you know, he he was startled by it. And the Lord spoke to him and said, you know, no for sure that your descendants are going to go into slavery again, but this time they're going to go into slavery for four hundred years. He said, but after that four hundred years, I'm going to establish them. I'm going to bring them out with a great hand. I'm going. They're going to come out with great wealth, and they're going to come out with a great hand. And and you can go and look that up. That's Genesis, the 15th chapter, the 13th and the 14th verse. And 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 these theologians, they know that. They know that the first slave ships came here in August of 1619. So that means that August 2019 marked the end of that 400 years. And they are panicking like crazy because they know that the word of God is getting ready to fulfill itself. Now, I'm going to go back to, to Sister Trina make her statement because we're getting around to the end of the broadcast. And yeah, then I, we want to come back to you, Brother uh, Lewis. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm encouraged that um, we are, as, as people of uh, of uh, God, as people of the living God, we're still making the connection. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you know we're not excluding people who are Hindus. We're not excluding uh, we're all people, Dr. King would always say, and his uh, wife, Lickeretic Scott King, and and, and uh, mm-hmm. his 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 son um, Isaac, right? It was Isaac. Was it Isaac? The was Isaac was the one that was Sarah's child, right? right? And and he he was a direct descendant of theirs through, and of course Christ Jesus was a direct descendant of David, which we was a direct descendant of Abraham, Abram, who God later called Abraham because he was going to be the father of many nations. So he changed his uh-huh. name. So oh, I know my Bible basically. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So, um and and when and David's son Solomon, the handsome, good looking one and the, 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 the womanizer, when he got with mm-hmm. the, the Queen of Sheba and mm-hmm. for sake of time we'll just call her Sheba, uh when her son was born to 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 him, uh in her land and she sent him to find his father. That land, of course, was in Africa, right? And yeah. we believe that land to be Ethiopia, right? So when she sent him to find his father, his father sent him back with the Ark of the Covenant, which yes, meant yes. he was a he was a he was you know those were those were his people those were the the uh, those people were Jews. Mm-hmm. They were. They were the Jews. They were the Hebrews, and so and 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 that's what he came back to his mother's land with was the Ark of the Covenant, which 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 substantiated what Moses gave them, which substantiated the promise. Amen. And um, what and and what you said is so profound. Uh, we've got what well, we've had a whole lot of profoundness, and I hope young people listen to this, and I hope if they have questions, they'll call you, contact you. Come to the SLC People's Coalition page. Reach out to us, the Facebook page. Reach out to us so we can really go into deep conversation. 
the mm-hmm. book, the book, the word, the Bible uh, teaches a whole lot more about uh, uh, life than religion. Yes. Than religion, mm-hmm. it teaches about life, and so um, and then we can we can help you. We need we need to help help them. They're very good mm-hmm. at understanding. They're very good at trying to prioritize things. They just need a little different perspective. The more perspectives that you get in life, the the, the wiser you become. And I'm just going to close with, with um, mm-hmm. you know, we're praying for, I looked at uh, uh, Sister Wanda Cooper, Ahmad's mother. I looked at her face, and, and the Gullah people, traditionally, and the Geechee people are traditionally mm-hmm. very, very strong people. You know, they were, um, um, you know, they were on the, 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 the coast, basically. And they're traditionally, and I love, that's where I spent a lot of my time. Uh, uh, I call us us mixed folk up here. <laughs> well, we're black folk, but I'm just kidding. But those folk have a different, uh, uh, have a very strong tradition and value very peaceful uh disposition you know we i i'm i feel like i'm in hostility all the time although i don't show it but i feel like i'm in hostility all the time and um miss wanda was so graceful and the nerve of them wanting to have her removed for having support from someone that she just reached out to to support her uh, uh, that should have been contempt of court. And, and don't get me wrong, uh, Judge Wamsley has been, in my opinion, he's been a perfect judge in this case, unlike the, what I saw of the judge in Kenosha. And I thank mm-hmm. God for giving this case to Judge Wamsley. And I think he has been a pillar in his rulings and in his statement that what uh, uh, the the uh, defense attorney said about black pastors being, and then this is Judge Wombley's word. He used the word reprehensible, which is about a, 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 a bigger condemnation as you can say for what someone's actions are in in a courtroom. And I appreciate that in him, and I thank God. So praising God, and and we will have justice. We can't ever get justice, but we can get. We can't ever be corrected for losing Ahmad. And when I say we, because Ahmad was taken out of his community. He was taken not only out of the black community, he was taken out of the the, the, the American community. You know, the things that he mm-hmm. probably could have done, what he could have done to, in this life had he lived to be 70, as God had promised. Uh, he probably could have done so many things to help so many people. But he was taken away. And and that is not Travis McMichael's job. And justice is just beginning. Just yes, beginning. It is. Let, let, Amen. Uh huh. Because we're down to our last. I'm sorry. <laughs> Elder Lewis. Yeah, I'm gonna leave you with this. I'm gonna leave you with this. It was uh, it was July the fifth, nineteen sixty-five. Uh, I was 14 years old, and I went up to the hospital to pick up my grandpa uh, uh, from B-Step. He's from B-Step, and, and, uh, because uh, he had been had his third heart attack, and uh, we were going to come back home 
And, uh, of course, he had promised me we were going hunting. We were going to get a pickup truck, and we were going hunting. And he loved to hunt. Uh, but this particular day, he, he sat upside the bed. I said, Granddaddy, you ready to go? He said, he sat upside the bed. He said, Larry? I said, yes, sir. You know, I was, yes, sir, yes, sir. He said, I want to tell you something. I said, yes, sir. When you, when you get married, don't ever hit your wife. I said, yes, sir. And I'm saying, I'm 14 years old. Why are you telling me this? And he said, you know what? Black people are going to be able to do everything white people do. But it's going to be up to you young people uh, 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 to obey, obey your grandmother. I said, yes, sir. And he laid back in the bed and looked at me and passed mm-hmm. Died right in my face. And I'm saying, oh, man. And that sticks in my head. And if my grandmother and him would tell me how Millersville were going to change. Now, we don't have mm-hmm. our first black male, uh, Griffin. We got our second black male, female, one. We got, and I said, Grandma didn't say this, but the struggle ain't over. You think we got the black male, we got the black congressman, but the struggle ain't over. My granddaddy mm-hmm. said, he says, you young people, I'm 70 now. Uh, so I, ain't, I was the young people back then. Now, you know, I, I, I had to quit criticizing people who ain't doing nothing, you know, like people that were with Dr. King. And probably doing. I said, now, Larry, you ain't doing your job because your granddaddy told you. He told you what to do. He told you. He gave you your, my first assignment. He said, y'all going to have to be going to be up to you young people. And we were 14. I was 14 years old. And I know there's a lot of work out there, you know. And we mm-hmm. got to keep Reverend King. I mean, when Reverend King sat down and stormed and brainstormed the SDLC, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, that meant that 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 preacher know what that preacher know what he was doing, and you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and when he stormed that and put them words there together, and, and I know they tried to destroy SDLC, and I know they trying to destroy SDLC, but what I'm gonna tell you, you can't destroy what's inside me. You you can't destroy the movement inside me. You can't destroy the movement inside us. We still gonna have to struggle. And and, 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 and 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 this man down here, he might get off. I ain't gonna be surprised if they don't give him up. Like that boy there, they, they, I ain't surprised of nothing. But I tell you this, and I'm gonna leave you with this. My grandfather had the strangest blood. He couldn't get past his blood to, to move it. And the reason his blood was so strange because he was a black Indian. He was him when the white man, his folks were him when the white folk come here. My granddaddy was a black Indian. Indian, Indian. He had okay. three, uh, native blood. That ain't three. That ain't Cherokee blood in my arm. Them black Indian blood in my arm. So if I get raised sometime, I'm a raised for two things. I'm a raised with you. Join my people that are was already here, who my granddaddy was in, and then I'm a raised for when you come on there and pick me up and and build that ship called Ship Jesus and and put me in there. And I thought I was going to the promised land in Ship Jesus. How you trick me? And, and, and I'm right, but I just thank God though for history. I thank God for history. I can learn who I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once we know who we are, we'll, we'll feel much better about ourselves. And we know we have to fight. We know this is a long struggle. But we should stand and think this is a lifetime struggle, meaning that you might die and still well, and struggle. Well, You've got to be passing on. Well, and so it's up to us now to pass this on down okay. to the young people. And, and we're down to our last five minutes. We're down to our last five minutes. So, you know, I want I want I want to tell you about you know I was one of the first classes. We was about like the third class of uh, of black people, of black young men, and we had some young women. About three young women that 
that enrolled in Georgia Military College in Millersville, Georgia. Yep. And 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 we were one of the first classes coming through there. So so we were actually integrating. We were actually fulfilling the promise, fulfilling the the vision right. of Dr. King in those days. And uh, and people didn't realize what we had to go through. I was the smartest one in our uh, 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 civil, you know, uh, social, what they call it. Uh, uh, I, I was one of the smartest one in our classes when it came to history. Uh, mm-hmm. And and the man, although I made A's on every paper, the man gave me a C, gave me a C in my assignment because he was saying that, well, you could have done that. But, but that was the that was the amount of hatred that we went through just to just to integrate that school. But now yeah, we we as black people we have we have we have got to contribute on every stand. We gotta stand on every stance. And uh and and these cases like with with the with the Mud Aubrey and these cases that are coming out, they're showing the world because the whole world is watching America right, right. now. That's right. That's and they're right. gonna see and they're gonna see the injustices. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Uh Trina, I want you to give out your information how they can contact you and then L Lewis, I want you to give out your comp- uh information how they can contact you. Yeah, I think, and I speak, I guess I speak for Larry as well because we're both administrators of the SLC People's Coalition page on Facebook, and you can reach out to us. Uh, Larry may have a different contact, but you can reach out to either of us on the SLC, the national, it's listed as the national SLC People's Coalition page, which will soon be becoming the greater... Faith People's Leadership Conference, which is basically okay. the S- SCLC uh, new new dimension. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. And I am Trina. Okay. Well, this is the whole truth, nothing but truth radio broadcast. For our last sixty seconds, Elder Lewis, I'm going to ask you to give a, give your last statement and go ahead and pray us out. Well, uh, um. I want to thank God again. I want to thank I want to thank all my elders. I want to thank all our elders, all our elders who was there before we was and who pushed us. And I Glory want to, to thank God. God. I, I was struggle from our elder all the way back when we first got off that ship in Savannah. And all the way my ancestors that my blood runs down to the Haiti the Haitian people who is catching so much hell now down in Haiti. Uh, they are my people's too. And and yes, I just want to thank God just opening my eyes up, opening our eyes up, opening our eyes up so we can see that uh, and take the fear out of us. Just take the fear out of us. Because I want to be I want to be like Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I want Jesus to be in me. I want Jesus I want to walk with Jesus in me. I I I don't want to just Jesus, Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. I want to I, I, I want to raise hell like Jesus. You know, that's, that's the Dr. King, that's the Reverend King. And I get so excited. So I, the reason I get so excited about Reverend King, because, you know, when Reverend King was assassinated, I had to leave home. I had to leave. I had to go into exile, you know. And uh, and I ain't always been nonviolent, you know. So don't come up in my house thinking that you just, I'm going to get a preacher. You might run up on something. 
Uh, but I want to thank God for this moment. Reverend Nation, Trina, I want to thank God for, for knowing you. I want to thank God for knowing you, Trina. I want to thank God for knowing uh, Harry Tuckman is still alive when I see Trina. Harry Tuckman ain't going nowhere yet. You know, Fannie Lou Hamer. I, I thank God for that. Fannie ain't going nowhere yet. You know, you might look old, Fannie. You might not elect her as vice president, but Fannie Lou is still here. She ain't got to the yeah. vice president yet. You know, he, she's still here. And, you know, and I, I want to leave you with that. And I think about my elder, how my grandma, how she had to plow me, how she had to cut trees down. And I think about her so much. When she looked at her hands, she said, Larry, a woman's hand shouldn't look like this. And I thought all grandma's hands looked like that. But she was talking about the scars that was on her hands. She was talking about the trees that were cut down. She had muscles in her stomach. She was built like a, 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 a she would grab you in a collar and you couldn't move. That's just how strong she was. And she prayed a lot. She prayed for me, you know. And, and, and I just thank God for, for coming from that. And we got a lot more, a lot more. And, 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 and Trina, I, I tell you something else, what you're talking about, Rev. A.D. AD. We, don't, we don't talk about A.D. That like we should put him on A.D. We don't talk about him. You know, that brother lost his brother. And can you imagine how he felt when he lost Dr. Reverend King? You know, and that whole family, the whole King family, you know, and, and I had the highest respect for them, you know. And, and I thank God for allowing me to be among them, you know, and, 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 and giving me the strength to continue this struggle. I don't care where I have to go. I go to Texas, I go to California, or, or Florida, wherever it's taking me, that I, I, I want to follow that struggle. And, 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 and Reverend Nick, we're going to get together and talk about that mental illness. Me, we're going to get together and talk about mental illness. Mm-hmm. In how, how, how people are locked down in these penitentiaries and they are mentally ill. We got we talking about justice across the board. Because if you, want, you run out there and a man walk running down the street butt naked, and you shoot him, you know something wrong with that man. He's running down the street butt naked. Something wrong with that man. But I people get shot, you know. So we're going to get together. There's a lot of stuff there on, on the table. Amen. And I think that we got, we got to finish it. We got to finish it. I'll start on it, but we can pass it on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very okay. much. Yeah, our time, is, our time is expired. Yeah. All right, this is the whole truth. But, Reverend, again, I'm going to reach out to you about joining us with this as a uh, board member with this other stuff, okay? All right, glory to God. Director. But, yeah, we're, and, and, and the King family is involved, so. Okay. I will, yeah. um, I'll talk to you. Yeah, I think I even put it on the thing. I posted it, but, yeah, we have been working on it for about a year now. Hey, man, I've been following you. Know, you know I'm up to date. All right. Okay. This, this is the whole truth. Yeah, La- truth Larry, Larry's broadcast. a part of it, but Larry's a, uh, Larry, we'll talk later. Yeah. Thank you so much, Reverend Camp, for allowing uh, us this uh, yeah. forum. Yeah, I just been busy. All right, this is the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. Radio broadcast. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be saying, I'm gonna post the, I'm gonna post the link in your inbox. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, because okay. we don't we don't start back till December sixth on our next meeting in Sunday on Sunday evening. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank All right, you. This is the whole truth, okay, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and and we're coming to the end of our broadcast, so we're gonna tune in with us uh, next uh, Saturday, and we'll be tackling nothing but the truth. Peace and blessing.